Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our business. Well, I- I'm self-doubt, and uh, I don't think so. Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps. Fine. I'm in. LegalZoom. Now you're in business. LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Una Duncan. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful Saturday. How are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And I'm super jazzed to have you because I started a new fitness journey back in February. Actually, last year, I started in May. And I first decided to just start moving. And I turned on this YouTube thing. It was called Has Fit, Heart and Soul Fit. And I just started working out two, three times a week. And that was the beginning. Um, But then it was was cool. I got here, I got into the COVID-19 pounds, you know, eating cake and jamming a bunch of comfort food. Um, And then I decided, you know, I I don't like this extra 20 pounds uh, around my waist here. And I started to, you know, go to the gym and do stuff like that. And the biggest impact is when I changed what I was eating and paid attention to how much sugar, especially hood hidden sugar all over the place as in our western oh diet that i just started dropping pounds like this without even adding extra movement yes and so you're talking yeah. about all this great stuff and your latest book and of course your your past book as well your, your newest book ditch the diet which i love that because diet <laughs> <laughs> but you've been in the yeah, fitness industry you. for 20 years so share a little bit about your background with the audience Yeah, it's been a little bit over 20 years now. And it's funny because, you know, if you had, um, you know, asked me when I was in my 20s, if I would end up as a fitness instructor or fitness expert, 
I mean, I would have jogged my cigarette and tripped over my platform boots. Like never <laughs> in a million years would I have guessed that this is where I uh, would have ended up because I was, you know, not someone who, uh, you know, as a kid, I never did cartwheels and ran around. I really would have preferred to sit and read my book. And, you know, as I got older in my teens, I couldn't imagine anything more embarrassing than teen sports or anything like that. So this really is not. So when I talk to my clients, it's um, I'm always going from a perspective of I understand what it's like to not feel like this is coming naturally to you. That was exactly my sort of perspective. Um, and I was an actor and a playwright. So that was sort of my background. And then um, I eventually ended up kind of teaching fitness classes, but more because I wanted the, um, the performance aspect because I was an a- actor. And so I thought, oh, I get to wear shiny spandex and kind of dance in front of the room. Great. You know, that was awesome. But I was still like having a cigarette on my way home from class and not really taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until later on when I started to, um, you know, I was in a similar position to maybe what you were saying. I even though I was moving a lot, I was still, excuse me, carrying extra weight. And it bothered me more than I wanted to admit, mm-hmm. especially because I very strongly identified as a feminist. And I, um, I even did, you know, fat activism. And I really, um, so it was kind of like the secret shame that I didn't want to admit that I was really bothered by the fact that I was continually gaining weight and I was secretly doing all these diets. You know, I did every brand name diet you've ever heard of every version of the low carb thing, all that stuff. I even sent away for like some green algae that I found in the back of a magazine that you're supposed to take at night, like just ridiculous stuff. But I did all of them in this kind of covert way, hoping to get rid of this extra weight that I was carrying. And every time what would happen is I would lose the weight and then gain it right back and a little bit more. And then I just started to have this feeling of kind of being out of control. And I felt an you know, really successful in every area of my life. But there was this one thing that no matter how hard I tried, and I was trying really hard, I could not master this. And I was so frustrated about it. Now, you know, it's so interesting because other countries, like I went to Spain, I went to all of Europe. And for one, what I noticed is they don't, they're not so food obsessed like we are. Mm -hmm, And then mm -hmm. their portion sizes are so much smaller. Like I went to a friend's house. I'm like, well, where's the rest of the food, dude? I'm like, no, yeah. what are you talking about? That That's what we eat. And I'm thinking, well, they eat like sparsingly or they are poor or yeah. something, but they, they just, it's part of the culture. They don't cram a lot of food down. Where do you think it's become that we've become so food obsessed in the United States or, or in the Western well, you, cultures? Right. Well, you know, that's so interesting because um, that is probably the number one habit. You know, in my book, I talk about the seven habits of highly healthy MFers. There's a lot of salty language in my book, by the way. Um, (laughs) So so that is one of them. It's portion control. And it's funny because people are like, yeah, 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 portion control. But let me tell you, if you are someone who eats fairly healthy Mm -hmm. and you are still carrying excess weight, 99% 99% of the time, it's not your hormones, it's not your thyroid, but it's just too big of portions. Mm. You know, if you look, for example, a portion of fat is the size of your thumb. Now, if everybody looks right now at your thumb, your cute little adorable thumb, and I want you to look at it and think that's the amount of cheese that I should be eating in one sitting. Oh, I have <laughs> that's a lot more cheese. <laughs> the, right, that's the amount of avocado that should go on my salad. Right. And it looks, I know, but, and then here's the thing is you look at it and you think, oh my gosh, please, I would starve, but you won't starve. This is like one of the biggest kind of realizations when you're feeding yourself really good, quality, healthy food, Mm. you know, high fiber, like all this stuff that people have always known about forever. One of the things that, um, 
you know, when I say it's really about habits, people are like, yeah, 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 habits. No, I get it. I get it. But what's the real secret? Because they want that big, like, clickbait, you know, the one secret. Doctors don't want you to know. The one secret is you've already known, you know what to do. You know, you should be eating vegetables. You know, you should be having water instead of wild berry coolers. You know, all that stuff. What you don't know is how to make yourself do that consistently. And that's the secret. The secret is the psychology of creating habit loops in your brain. Wow. Well, that, that let's go deeper into that. Cause what I realized for me, I, I hired a trainer, a personal trainer in February and really per se, the trainer can't do anything. They can teach you and they can lead you to the water. They can't make you drink the water. So well, exactly. Yeah. So it was interesting is they give you all this information, but it's what you do with it. So I I'm kind of a, a really anal, like I do things full out. So I, mm. I started keeping a journal for myself and then logging every exercise, everything I put in my mouth, but it's really mm-hmm. not about the calories. It was like, well, how big is your plate? Like you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was like, well, what that have to do with anything? Um, so let's go deeper into the, the loop that you talk about and how that plays a part. Into- right. So the way our brains form habits is you've got a trigger and then you've got the behavior of the habit, and then you've got a reward. So this is the thing that most people are ignoring, this reward aspect of it. If anything is a habit in your life, you're getting some kind of reward. It could be a psychological reward or physiological reward. So for example, if you're in the habit of brushing your teeth, as most of us are, then it's because you get a little reward every time you do. You know, for most of us, it's that nice, clean feeling on your teeth. We like that. And it motivates us when we feel fuzzy, gross breath. We are motivated. That's our trigger. (laughs) brush our teeth and we get reward nice clean breath that seems overly simplistic but that is how our brains will work constantly we put these things on autopilot so if anything's a reward saying bless you when someone sneezes it's because you get a little reward of feeling kind of like a good person every time you do that or whatever so if you want to really put this stuff on autopilot stuff like you know eating your vegetables like exercising consistently you need to figure out a way to make it feel rewarding to you immediately afterwards or during and if you don't, then really what you're on, you're on a countdown until your willpower runs out. Because most people, and like myself, I was able to do every diet and I did every diet all out mm-hmm. until my willpower, my discipline, my motivation ran out, which these are finite resources. They always will run out. What won't run out is the psychology of the habit loop of just creating it automatically. So for me, in order to start exercising, which back in the day was, you know, psychological torture and physical hell. I hated it. I hated it exercising. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I bribed myself by telling myself that I could watch whatever mind rotting TV I wanted, but only if I was on a treadmill. And so because I was watching this like really trashy TV that I secretly really liked, um, I started to create a positive association with exercise. And that is how, and you know, eventually all these habits, like meditation and exercise will be inherently rewarding. Now I love the burn. I get the runner's high that people used to talk about. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Now I actually get that. <laughs> that because, hurts. <laughs> yeah, it just hurts. It's just horrible. I just want to cry. There's no high here. But, um, but now I actually get that. So eventually these things do become inherently rewarding, but until then you've got to bribe yourself. And this is the number one thing that people are not getting because they're not um, doing the real work of figuring out what makes them feel rewarded. Because a lot of times when you say, what makes you feel rewarded? They're like, wine, cupcakes. Like that's how I reward myself. And then 
but you've got to do the real work. And this is like the internal stuff that no one's taking the time to do to figure out what's actually going to make you feel rewarded and how to pair that with the new habit that you want to ingrain in your life. It's like you have to replace uh, the, the, the so-called not as good habit with something else or else it's just going to be a void and you're going to fill it with the bad stuff. That's right. Yeah, because we are every living organism is uh, hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So if you know, you get your pleasure from wine or cheese or whatever it is, and exercise is pain, then if that's the case for you, you will maybe be able to discipline yourself in order to exercise and avoid the wine for a little bit, mm-hmm. but not for long, because that's yeah. just the way we're hardwired. So we need to flip the wiring and work with it and make exercise pleasurable and make cheese and wine painful. Wow. This is fascinating to me because I recall a guest many years ago who was a, um, I think a bodybuilder and she had said, you know, all the foods have their different attraction. Like, uh, mm-hmm. when she liked crunchy foods because I had this kind of anger uh, in me, I noticed she said, and the crunch is like, <laughs> like when you start to realize what attraction do you have to the foods themselves in a, a right. psychological manner, you realize, right. Yeah. And I thought that was fascinating because for me, I like things that are smooth and frothy and they make you feel comfortable. And it's mm. like, and then she's like, well, where can you get that with the healthy food or find healthy food to substitute that same feeling you get from the- there you go. Yeah, there you go. So if you have a habit that you want uh, to interrupt right now, then what you would do, the first thing you do is figure out what is the reward I'm getting from that. Mm-hmm. So for example, let's say you've got um, the 3 p.m. cookie habit. You know, let's say at 3 p.m., you always get this craving for a cookie. Yeah. So then you want to say, okay, great. What, so no judgment. That's the first step. No judgment yeah. at all. But just get really curious. What is that cookie doing for me? Is it giving me a break from my work? You know, do I just really need a break from the screen? Is it giving me um, a physical boost? Like, is it straight up a sugar rush that I need at that time of the day? Or, or is it... Or is it social? Is it something I do with a friend to connect, you know? So whenever you figure out what that cookie is actually doing for you, Mm -hmm. then you can start experimenting with another thing that will give you that. So if it's a physical hit, maybe you can get the same hit by doing 20 jumping jacks. If it's connection, maybe you go for a walk around the block with one of your work colleagues. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a break from the screen, then just like walk away and go do something, you know, whatever. So you can replace, once you figure out what is that need that you're filling, you can start to experiment. It is an experiment. I really encourage people to take this perspective of curiosity and experimenting. There is no, I failed. You know, I can't tell you how often my clients will be like, I failed on the weekend. I'm like, you didn't fail. You gathered more data. You realized what some like, you know, weak points yeah. are. You've got more information. It's great. It's all a journey. Get curious. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. And that's probably the number one thing that I want people to take away from my book is that beating yourself up will actually have the opposite effect that you want. What I, what I like about what you're saying is sometimes just a thorny, uh, journey of being curious, trying different things you've never done, um, running, weightlifting, whatever it is, you could think, oh, I, I don't like weights, that's not my thing. But you try and you're like, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this, but you wouldn't know unless you, you get curious and try different things. Totally. And I'd like to give people the example of how much... Um, love and patience would you have with a little kid who's just figuring stuff out and the other thing with kids is we love kids exactly as they are in their like little unformed state and we still have a lot of excitement for who they're going to become and I think that's the the way we've got to see ourselves even you know if you look down at your body right now if you're not you know if you're not in the perfect shape that you want to be 
you still have to love yourself exactly as you are and get excited about where you're going. That is the vibe that's going to take you. And that is the mindset that's going to bring you the body that's going to make you so excited and so happy about yourself. Yeah. And you know, what's really also amazing when you see kids, they're just so joyful to do everything. They're not like, oh, I'm going to do fitness now. I'm working out. Yeah. They just kind of just have fun. And I oh, think totally. the fun aspect is what we, we take out of the fitness exercise thing. We think I have to go to the gym again. Yeah, Instead that's of thinking, right. Why, why not make it fun? Why not we go all the people from the office together and we make a big fun of it instead of being, oh, this is a drudgery. And I think mm -hmm. the idea of our mindset making it drudgery was part of the reason that makes it so hard. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants drudgery. And, you know, we can't, drudgery won't even work. I mean, that's the thing is we think, oh, if I'm going to be a boot camp sergeant with myself and I'm going to make myself do it, but it just doesn't work because you're just on a, you know, time clock until that runs out yeah. and, beating and then yourself you're going to fall yeah. off the wagon. Yeah, totally. Yeah, now, you know, a lot of people say, I want that body. I want to be like that person. But how do you decide what fits you, you your person? Because I, I find, you know, I might look at someone who's an absolute stick figure. That might not be my body type. It might not be me. Well, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So if you looked down at your body right now, the fact is that the condition that you're in right now is the, is the result of two things, your genetics and your habits. That's it. And there is nothing you can do about your genetics. And there is so much you can do about your habits. And that's what my book's about. Um, so let's say you come from a family, a long line of women with a pear shape, you know, big bum, big thighs, whatever, right? Fairly small shoulders. Oh, is that you? Okay, great. So then for you, you probably won't ever be able to like, you know, uh, diet and exercise your way into having, you know, uh, hourglass body. If you've got a pear shaped body, for example, however, you can still be the fittest, most badass ripped version of your pear shaped genetics. Yeah. But I see what you're saying that there's a lot of flexibility and wherever you're besting is like, if I am pear shaped, I can have the biggest, tightest, butt. you know, it doesn't yeah, have to be eliminating totally. my butt. Yeah. No. No, that's great. Because ultimately people say, oh, I'm going on this diet, but you don't want to diet. What you want is a lifestyle change that lasts forever where you can be your fittest, healthiest, because at the end of the day, we want to stay away from illness, live on this planet with the best possible quality life. And to do that is to have good fitness, good eats, and uh, to be our healthiest. Right. And let me just tell you the difference between going on a diet and having a healthy lifestyle that lasts is your identity, is how you think of yourself. So the change that I want to make in people is to change them from thinking of, I'm a person who's trying to get healthy versus I am a healthy person, period. That's who I am. I don't have to try. It's just who I am. It's what I do in every situation. I will probably do the healthy thing because that's just who I am. Yeah. That is so important that, that when you take on that identity, it's interesting. I got this whoop watch about. Oh, nice. And yeah. because I've been logging every single workout and both in my book and on here, um, it's now listed me as an athlete. When I first saw that, I was taken back and I'm like, I'm not an athlete. Who are they talking about? But, I love that. But it's, you know, it's walking into that. It's like, are you the athlete? Are you the runner? Are, you know, yeah. it's, it's putting that on and then taking it as yours. And, and That's right. Ownership of it. And yeah. really owning that. Because if you start to think of yourself as a runner, that is very different than thinking of yourself as somebody who runs. Because if you're a runner, you're going to run when it's rainy out. You're going to run when you're on vacation. You're going to run when it's inconvenient because that's who you are. Yeah. 
It's your yep. identity. This is awesome. We could go on forever, but I want everyone to find out more about you. Uh, get your new book, Ditch the Diet, and maybe take your 28-day challenge if they can. Where can they do that? Great. Uh, yeah, go to fitfeelsgood.com and you'll find links to the book with awesome bonuses too. And also you'll find all the information about my 28 day transformation program and you know, my Instagram and all that stuff. I'd love to uh, have you in my world. Yay. Well, thank you so much. I'm really grateful Una Duncan that you came today to share your great wisdom with our savvy audience. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Bye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.